The preseason is finally here. The Orlando Magic getting set to play the New Orleans Pelicans. Why our eyes are on turnovers and defense. It's time to get to it. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 9th. It'll be October 10th, 2023. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, two things have come to mo- come to the forefront for the Orlando Magic during their training camp. Why turnovers and defense are the big things to watch in Tuesday's preseason opener against the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll get to all that, plus a quick preview of what to watch for, what we're going to be looking for from this game on Tuesday. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team Every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. The, as Orlando Magic social media very clearly put it, training camp is quasi over. Um, Training camp doesn't really end until the season starts, but the training camp portion of our schedule is done. We are officially in the preseason. The Orlando Magic practiced on Monday, hopped on a jet to New Orleans, and started their first road trip of the season. They'll play the New Orleans Pelicans on Tuesday and the Cleveland Cavaliers on Thursday, both on the road. Magic will be home next week to face the Pelicans and then the Brazilian team Flamengo, um, which they've played before and, and, and done fairly well against. Um... We asked, got to ask Jamal Mosley today, and, and, and it, I don't know if it's worth playing the sound because it's pretty generic, but we asked Jamal to Mosley today what he is hoping to see from his team during the preseason. And, and look, the cliche was all there. These preseason games are merely an extension of training camp. They're an extension of the things they are emphasizing. And we're going to talk about this first preseason game later on in the show. But one common theme has emerged, or two common themes have emerged, and we want to address those specifically today. And they are very much the keys to Orlando success, and that's going to be a podcast on its own later on in the week, uh, probably either later on in the week or early next week, where we'll talk a little bit more about kind of measures we're going to use to, to, to judge success this season. But a big, big storyline for the Orlando Magic, and a big thing that they have to, to, to figure out is how to improve their turnovers, how to protect the ball. In fact, this has kind of been the thing all summer. Go back to whenever, whatever media availability you want to talk about, uh, especially from Jeff Weltman since the season ended, the goal has been to play better basketball. 
to play cleaner basketball, to play smarter, just better basketball. And this cliche, this coachism, is incredibly simple. Like, seriously, like, play better basketball. No dumb. Like, that's that's kind of been the rallying cry that's been this summer's level up, and it's just been like, well, yeah, of course. But what did that actually mean? What What is the actual kind of rallying cry there? And, and an easy place to look is, um, as Jeff Weltman put it, to play cleaner basketball, to make fewer mistakes. To be sure, this team has to make fewer mistakes. And you expect a young team to make mistakes. You expect young teams to turn the ball over. That's what they do. And so you expect then, conversely or inversely or, or proversely or whatever-versely, you expect them as they get older, as they mature, which has been a big theme of training camp as well, that this team has, has got a more mature approach to its work and, and a mature, mature approach to what it wants to do. It makes sense then that the next level up or the next thing the Magic have to do is to reduce their turnovers. I'm not going to sit here and say definitively or otherwise that the reason why the Magic lost or the reason why the Magic were 5-20 and 20 or whatever the case may be, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that turnovers are the reason why the Magic were terrible last year. I don't think that's entirely the case. I do think it is a thing that puts them further behind the eight ball. We talk about the three-point math. We talk about kind of the gambles that the Magic take, which, you know, the, the gambles that they're making, which is essentially saying, okay, we're going to give up this so we can stop this. We're going to stop this, which means we'll give up this, and we'll figure that part out later. That's kind of what the NBA is now. There is no shutting down the other team. They were slowing them down. Turnovers were a big impediment for the Orlando Magic last year. Orlando ranked 27th in the league last year with a 15.1% turnover rate, considering they were a team that tended to be low possession. So they played at a slower pace in terms of possessions for 48 minutes. That's a lot of turnovers. Now, let's give them credit. During the season, which as we all know is December 7th to April 4th, the the, the beginning of the Magic six-game win streak that really, you know, after the 5-20 and 20 start to April 4th, which is the last day that they were in contention for the playoffs before they, frankly, tanked those last three games, the Magic were 19th in the league with a 14.1% turnover rate. So, it is an area where they showed improvement, and it is an area where they got better. Here's the, here's the money, though. The Magic were 25th in the league, giving up 18.2 points off turnovers per game. From December 7th to April 4th, they were 20th in the league, giving up 17.1 points off turnovers per game. No matter how you want to slice it, turnovers are a big story for the Orlando Magic. It is something that they overcame. It is something that they got better at as the year went on. They were more protective of the ball. But you can still see, even though that is happening, they're still giving up their share of points. And when the margin for error for this Magic team is so small because the offense isn't good, uh, and if you're trying to set up a defense, which the Magic hope will be very good, we're going to talk about that here in a minute, turnovers are ultimately the thing that can undercut you. You have a good defense, that's great. 
But it doesn't matter if it's in tra- if, if, if this team is scoring in transition. That's the trade-off. That's the battle. That's the war. That's, you know, I don't want to use that word lightly at this, at, 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 with current events, but that is what the Magic are battling. And so the message consistently through the last few days of camp, and when, you know, Jamal Mosley started saying they're focusing a little bit more on their offense and getting their offense to catch up to their defense, uh, that they're, you know, trying to get, you know, trying to play more mature basketball, so much of that focus is on this team's defense. And whether this team is going to play or this, uh, on this team's ability to protect the ball and set their defense up, which they think is going to be pretty good. If the Magic turn the ball over too much, they put themselves in a hole. And it is a hole that they cannot shoot themselves out of. They are not the Golden State Warriors that can commit a ton of turnovers and still score with deadly efficiency on offense. That's not who this team is. This team needs to set itself up well by protecting the ball. And to be sure, this is one of the big focuses for this Orlando Magic team. That they do not turn the ball over at all. Or they'll turn it over a little bit, but that they don't turn that their turnovers start to come down, that they're protecting the ball, that they are, as uh, I forget who said earlier this week, that they are a team that does not beat themselves. They are a team that is tough to play. You want to be tough to play? Don't turn the ball over and don't give up empty possessions. This, of course, ties into what the Magic suspect their strength will be, why the Magic believe they can be a top 10 defense in the league. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. It gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. So, what is this team's identity? Uh, And look, we're getting ready for the first preseason game. We're getting ready for the first public showing of this team. Um, We're going to talk about what to expect, what not to overreact to, what not to really focus and care about. Um, We're going to get to that because it it is worth reminding us. But this is our first public showing of this team. Um, You know, we've heard what everyone's had to say at training camp. You know, we've gotten a little bit of the vibes I have not watched the Orlando Magic go up and down one bit um, in training camp. I've been at every practice uh, with the media. Um, you know, all I have seen these guys do is shoot um, and, and do so do a little bit of drill work, not a lot. I have not seen anybody but 
you know, bump bodies. I've not seen anybody get up and down in transition. I've not, I've not seen anything. I am going to be discovering this team with all of you Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Uh, and we will be jumping on here. I'll probably have that episode posted around, I'm hoping around midnight. You know, might be a little bit later. Um, I'll, I'll do a full short. I'll, you know, you'll, you'll get plenty from me uh, on, the, on the Orlando Magic's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. So OrlandoMagicDaily.com. At Magic Daily, at Philip R underscore OMD, right here on the on wherever you download Locked On Magic, you will be well covered to get my my breakdown and analysis of that game, and, and and we'll talk more about that in a minute. So all I have to work on, all I have to to build on to tell you what to expect, is the words of the team itself. Jamal Mosley has said the defense is ahead of the offense, and that's a good thing. Paolo Bencaro has talked about how he is trying to be more committed defensively after what he showed at the FIBA World Cup. Jonathan Isaac's healthy. Like, he is going to play uh, tomorrow or Tuesday, whatever, whatever day you're listening. He's playing on Tuesday. He's playing against New Orleans, uh, unless something happens between now and then. Um, everybody has talked about defensive commitment, and both Jonathan Isaac and Jalen Suggs, two of these teams' absolute best defenders, um, have said that their goal is to be a top 10 defense. Their goal is to be one of the best defenses in the league, and they believe they can do that. At the end, at the end of the day, everything starts with belief. That you believe in yourself. And, and Jamal Mosley, Jamal Mosley is, is great because he does not want to tamp down these expectations. You know, the team has talked about the playoffs. There have been previous uh previous iterations of this young of a young magic team of during this. 10-year rebuild, that very much slowed any talk of playoffs. On media day, the P word was a bad word. You did not say playoffs openly. Maybe a few veterans let it slip because, you know, they're veterans. They they don't, they don't they want they want to instill that confidence. But Mosley is the kind of guy that says, like, that's great. We are not going to hide from expectations. I want my guys to feel confident, to feel good about what they're doing. But they have to understand first and foremost that that stuff's not a given and that you've got to work for it. That at the end of the day, if you want to be a top 10 playoff, a top 10 uh, de- defensive team uh, by defensive rating or by whatever metric you want, want to be at, you've got to do the work, the details, all that stuff, all the things that we have been talking about all training camp. The accountability to, to make sure everyone's on the same page, the the details of getting everything right. That's where it all starts for the Orlando Magic. And look, there is plenty of evidence to say the Magic could be a very, very good defensive team. For the season last year, the Magic ranked 18th in the league, giving up 113.7 points per 100 possessions. From December 7th, again, the start of the six-game win streak last year, and when the Magic came off that 5-20 and start, until the Magic's elimination from postseason contention on April 4th, the Magic ranked 7th in the league, giving up 112.9 points per 100 possessions. Over 50, 54 games, more than half a season, the Magic were a top 10 defense. Now, how did they do this? The big thing for Jamal Mosley is always the big thing for Jamal Mosley last year, and it's going to probably repeat this year, is they want to be a good paint defense team. We've talked a little bit over the offseason, over the season, how the Magic's paint defense numbers are both encouraging and a bit concerning. They are not a good rim protection team. 
Mo Wagner is statistically was statistically last year the worst rim protector in the league. Wendell Carter is, I'd say, average um, as far as his rim protection stats. What the Magic did was they prevented shots at the rim entirely, or shots in the paint entirely. The Magic last year ranked sixth in the league, giving up 47.6 points in the paint per game. You did not get shots in the paint. You did not score in the paint against them. They also ranked fourth in the league from December 7th through April 4th, giving up 46.5 points per points in the paint per game. Expect the Magic's defense to be very similar. Their goal is to pack the paint, prevent you from getting shots at shots in the paint, limiting penetration, and then using their length, using their speed, using their athleticism to challenge shots at the three-point line. And if you're able to get past that, if you're able to get past a a closeout, then they rotate behind you. They lock down the paint again. This is the key. This is the secret sauce. Their their bet, their gamble, again, because defense is just a bet. It's it's just saying, we're going to take this away and bet you can't do that. And again, we'll see whether whether that works in the playoffs. I, I, I do think that there are I have some concerns over some things that the Magic try to do in the re- that works in the regular season. Whether that translates to the playoffs, that's like two steps ahead. Two, two, two steps ahead. Um, but the Magic's bet is essentially, we're going to take away all your easy shots. You're not going to get good, good high-quality shots in the paint. We're not going to foul. We're going to play physical. We're not going to foul. But you're not going to get shots in the paint. And then when you try to get out the three-point line, well, here's Jonathan Isaac coming at you with arm extended. Here's Jalen Suggs getting into you and slowing you, da- slowing you down and keeping you from operating your offense, getting deflections and steals. Here's Paolo Bancaro, newly re-energized defensively, you know, switching on a pick and roll, or Wendell Carter switching on a pick and roll. The idea is to slow that offense down, keep it out of the paint, and keep it from breaking you down in a lot of ways. And yes, we talked about this a lot. Last year, the Magic often had the three-point math working against them. They gave up the second most three-point attempts per game in the league last year. And while they were a fairly good three-point defense, if you're giving up a high volume of three-pointers, especially in this NBA, you are sometimes going to get burned. The Magic bet that that's only going to happen two or three times a year. And if you take two or three of those, two or three of those losses, so be it. Happened against Houston early in the season. Happened against Sacramento. Happened against Milwaukee. Um, it, it happens. Uh, but that's the gamble the Magic are making. It's also why, to bring everything back around, why turnovers are so important. If you're turning the ball over, you're allowing the team to get out in transition. That's how you get points in the paint. That's how you give up shots at the basket. You have cross matches. That's how you give up shots at the basket. If the Magic want to be a top 10 defense, if they want to make good on this clear defensive ambition that this team has, they got to make sure their defense is set up more often than not. The Magic are a good half-court defense. If you have to go up against them in a half-court situation, Orlando's got a very, you know, got a very good chance of getting a stop. They are a very capable defensive team. They have some very good defenders. They have a very good scheme, and they mix up their schemes really, really well. Um, you know, depending on their personnel and depending on what they need that particular night. If you're out in transition, though, you're not playing that set defense, and and that's where any team—it's not just the Magic, but any team—gets in trouble. If this Magic team wants to be a top 10 defensive team, yes, it starts with their principles. It starts with their base set. It also starts with their ability to protect the basketball 
and not allow teams out in transition. And, and that's obviously a big point of emphasis as well. The Orlando Magic take on the New Orleans Pelicans to open their preseason. We'll chat about what else to expect, what I'm going to be watching for as the Magic open their preseason schedule on Tuesday. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. Magic are not going to read too much into this first preseason game, uh, and, and I'm sure I will repeat this on Tuesday's episode, on our next episode, on Tuesday's episode. Um, I am sure our Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday's episode. I'm recording these at night now, so it's 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 weird for me too. I'm, uh, every day is Tuesday. We're at the point of the off of the season where every day is Tuesday. Um, shout out to John Denton. Um, the uh, the 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 first preseason game is the first preseason game. Um, Expect to have real moments of sloppiness. Um, the focus is on reducing turnovers and not turning the ball over. If the Magic are hovering around 20 turnovers, I will be pretty happy. Um, they've, they've usually been pretty good about turnovers in that first preseason game, but you do expect a little bit of sloppiness. So this game this game is really looking for the diamond through the muck. Um, there's going to be a lot of bad. Um, you know, you know. Yes, there's a lot of familiarity and a lot of continuity within this team, um, but everyone's gonna be kind of getting their sea legs back together. And, you know, Joe Ingles really said it well. His goal in this game is just to understand where he needs to be and understand how to play off of these guys because his only experience playing with his teammates has been over the last week. It takes a little while to build some chemistry. Chemistry. It takes a little while to rebuild chemistry, despite the continuity this team has. I do expect the Magic to kind of need to get the wheels turning a little bit. It's going to take a little bit. It's going to take a little push to get them going again and get them kind of moving downhill and moving in the right direction. So expect a little bit of sloppiness. But what I do want to see, um, and what I do think is important, is we need to see the starting group or, or a key group have like an extended period of time where they play where they play well, where they play kind of comfortable, play easy, kind of figure have things figured out. Um, I'd like to see more of those stretches than less of those stretches. Um, but I, I think the key here is just to kind of get them out there and start to find their rhythm and, and find their their cadence, um, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I'm not expecting a brilliant basketball performance. I'm expecting some missed shots. If those are good shots, I'll be happy. If they're four shots, if the offense doesn't really look like it has direction, I'll be a little concerned. But... I'm not going to go crazy over minutia. This is about process over results. And I know everybody hates that phrase. Everybody just despises that idea because, yes, it is about the results. Let's let's not pretend otherwise. Um, Tuesday's game may not be about winning or losing, but this season is about winning and losing. This season, we want to see the Magic take that really important step. We want to see them compete for the postseason. Um, it is about, it, it can very much, very well be about winning and losing. Um, but the key for the Magic in this training camp has been understanding the process it's going to take to win more frequently, to win more consistently. Uh, and so I want to see the team work for good shots. I want to see the team defend uh, defend well, defend with intensity. Uh, I do want to see the team play well for a long enough stretch where I'm like, okay, there's, there's, there's something here. We just got to give it some time to get on the same page, get their legs under them. Uh, you know, you just want to see these signs that, okay, we see the pathway to progress. Um, you know, do I expect 
maybe Paolo to play the, the strongest offensive game? No. Um, you know, he'll probably ease his way into things. I imagine Franz will too. I imagine I imagine there will be some a little bit of feeling out. Um, again, to me, the most important thing is, is effort, especially on defense, and process. Getting the right shots, getting good shots. That's the that's the big thing here. That's what matters for the Orlando Magic. That's what matters in this game uh, and matters for this team. Um, you know, I asked it at, at, at practice on Monday, you know, whether this game is a, a sort of checkpoint. And, you know, we got Joe, you know, Joe Ingles said, you know, for me it kind of is because I, I just need to get comfortable playing with my new teammates. And, and so I just need to kind of see where I'm at and see where things are. But, Again, it, it's important to remember that this is the first checkpoint. This isn't the last one. You know, we're, we still got a little time to build before the regular season begins. Um, you know, Mo Wagner said, you know, it's the preseason. I'm just going to go out there and play. I'll let the coaches do the analysis. And, and, and Jamal Mosley said, you know, it, it, it is. It's an extension of training camp. And, then, you know, that's kind of a cliche as well. It's an extension of training camp. You know, we're going to find something to take from this game, both good and bad, that we're going to use to get better the next day. And, and, and I think that is probably the best way to approach this game. It's going to look ugly at times. Um, that's just how preseason goes. Um, the result is not important. I do not care if the Magic win or lose this game. I would prefer, obviously, for the starter, starters to win their minutes. Um, certainly, you want the starters to be competitive in their minutes. A blowout is a very bad thing. Uh, but the final result likely isn't going to be important. Now, if the starters play it becomes a little bit more important. But again, I think it's important to remember this is the first step. This is a first preseason game. This is a first public display of this team. They will have the opportunity to adjust. They will have the opportunity to get better. And it's more important that the Magic progress and get better. I know I say this every single year. I would rather have my best preseason game be in that last preseason game than the first preseason game. I would rather be able to look at the team throughout the course of these next four games, and really the next three, no offense to Flamengo, um, the Flamengo game is, it's 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 not an NBA team. Um, I expect the Magic to take care of their business. I expect that to be the day we get to see the Exhibit 10 guys, um, you know, get to see them play a little bit. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't, I, they got three games to get themselves right and to get themselves uh, playing better. And so I want to see that progression. I want to see the things they struggle with in, in Tuesday's game be better on Thursday. And the things they struggle with in Thursday's game be better next Tuesday against New Orleans. And from there, we can figure out, or next, yeah, next Tuesday. We can fit, from there, we can figure out what we need to get done in the next week before the Magic play the Houston Rockets on October 25th. Um, that's, that's really the deal here. That's really what we're looking to get out of these games. And, and so, you know, I, yes, I, I am interested to see who the Magic end up starting. Um, I, I don't know if that'll be a hint to what the Magic will ultimately do on opening night, but certainly everyone will raise an eyebrow if Jalen Suggs is starting, um, and especially if he becomes like a multiple, multi-time starter um, in this uh, in this preseason. Um, Jalen Suggs, by all accounts, has had a very good camp and has generated a lot of buzz. Again, I have not watched anyone play actual basketball. I've seen them do drills. Um, so we will find out how, how much better Jalen Suggs is, and I am looking forward to seeing some of these individual improvements and individual growth uh, from several of these players. But don't read too much into anything in this game. I would say patterns are more important. If something happens once, great. If it happens multiple times, that's interesting, uh, especially across games. Um, if some, you know, don't overreact to one thing. It's the first preseason game. 
we still got time to get better and, and make some progress. But, you know, I agree, judging by the vibes from the team, judging by the way the team has talked about itself, this is a big moment. And this is a big moment for the team, for the Magic to show that they are percolating, that they are bubbling, that they could be a lot better than a lot of people believe they, they can be. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search or tune in to Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the public podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. You can check that out at patreon.com slash Hub. If you want my at-the-buzzer thoughts, from the Magic's game against New Orleans Pelicans, my big takeaways from the game. I'm going to make it free tomorrow. You can check that out at the Orlando Magic Hub, patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. I'll be jumping on there before I jump on orlandomagicdaily.com, before I jump on here. So that is where you will get my immediate thoughts on each game throughout the season. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. On tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic, we'll talk about that first preseason game all the big takeaways, and everything else. Until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic.